This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our radio program starts with a blast of Cali Hohorn. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Yeah, I'm gonna take my ass to the Walmart store. I'm gonna spend till I can't no more. Yo, it's Muggos. Yeah, I'm back. Doing country trap. Fat as the new black, smoke tobacco, 20 packs. Jimmy Dean is my main course, drink Budweiser for sport. Loving on my sister, having no remorse. Liberal pussies can't tell me nothing. They can't tell me nothing. This ain't fake news, baby. We ain't frontin'. No, we ain't frontin'. We're not joking here, and your humor is not acceptable. You've crossed the line. This is a line you guys are unaware of, but you've crossed it. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Good morning. Welcome to Poop Talk. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. And now, it sounds, I must admit, slightly revolting. <laughs> it does sound revolting. It sounds disgusting. Our feature presentation. Good morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Friday, the 21st of June. What's up, summertime girls? It's, it's summer today, officially. First day of summer. Uh-huh. A little tribute to the I late, mean, great LFO. Okay. I think all of, all of whom are all but one of whom are dead, by the way. Yeah, way to start the show. Well, wow, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not the point. The point is it's summertime, and mm-hmm. I just I'll take it. Maybe a little, little, little summer, summer sh- sh- shout out is all. Sure, sure. I mean, it's, <laughs> but, you know, it's drizzling outside, but other than that, it still, is weird. It's, yeah, yeah, it is weird. It's not the quite... whole. The whole June has been weird. It's not playing along with the calendar. Southern California as I know has it. been very strange. But you're going to be so grateful for this in a month when it's 110. Oh, trust me, I will take May gray and June gloom all yeah. damn day. When it's 105 in a month, it's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, we have so much show to get to. I want to start with something that is uh, that piggybacks on what you may have just heard about 15 minutes ago about the American Truck Simulator. Mm-hmm. It's the video game that is uh, sweeping the nation. Uh, if you weren't with us, uh, Jensen brought it to us on uh, Get Up on This, and you become a long-distance truck driver, basically. It's in real time. In real you time can... is the important part. Yes. Yes. 
So if you wanted to drive from Los Angeles to San Francisco in the comfort of your own home, you could do it, and it would take you the seven hours or whatever it takes to do it. It would be just like getting on the five and driving a truck and having to pull over and, and get gas and having to get your get, you know get your truck weighed along. So the I way. don't I don't want to do that or look forward to that drive. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that I can actually just do that while at home. Mm-hmm. That's right. But yes. still have to sit through six goddamn yeah. hours of yeah. traffic and everything that is else. Correct. That's sounds right. great, right? It you get really all the traffic good. without actually having to leave your house. <laughs> really exactly, sounds yeah. fun. But the reason I bring all of this up is because the thing that, that blew my mind that I got excited about that you may have heard was that there's a radio station in the American Truck Simulator. Yeah. They have actual DJs on giving, uh, d- doing the traffic, playing records, just entertaining people just like we do on this show, okay? They have a radio station in American Truck Simulator. I hope they entertain people a little more than we do well, on I this do show. Well, I do, too. Do okay. you hear You're the joy in his voice? Oh, I do. I'm, well, because I'm waiting the, for the announcement. Yeah. Because it's my next... Because What did right. I tell you when Jensen mm-hmm. brought up yeah. yesterday? I said, right. this is the job. I mean, screw England. Yeah. Uh, this is the job I'm leaving for. Wherever they are, that's where I'm going, okay? No, wait. It sounds like you don't already have a shift. Well, I don't yet. Well, what are you here's, doing? Here's why I'm bringing it up. As a result of us doing that segment yesterday and putting it up on the Kevin Bean uh, social media, we heard from Truckers FM, which is the radio station in the game, all right? Truckers FM. Just had a listen. This is to Jensen. Just had a listen to your get up on this about the American Truck Simulator. We're happy to hear you found our radio station in game. You are welcome to have a special show on our in-game station any day. Bean. Did you get, like, a boner immediately, or did it take you a minute just to wrap your head around it? It still does. Uh, yeah, it hasn't oh, yeah. gone away. It is, yeah, I'm you need well to go past... to the doctor if it's still... Right, yeah. I've seen that in a commercial. If it's over four hours, right. yeah. Well, it's been 14 now, and All it's... Right. Uh, wow. I mean, I could, I could cut glass with it. My point oh. is... My point is, th- th- this sounds to me like it's an open invitation for all of us. I think we all do the show, right? I mean, I feel like I wouldn't want to take any of the excitement away from yeah. you. I want but you I'm to have the full guys, experience. Though. Yeah, we want you to shine. Right. But I, but, I want is, you guys, but, but I want you guys to be on the air for 10 hours while there's a, a trucker trying to make it from, you know, from Fargo to uh, to uh, a city in Michigan. <laughs> Or wherever. <laughs> I don't know where he's going. I haven't seen the manifest. I mean, your shift is going to go great if that's any. <laughs> sort of fell apart there about 10% in. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have been able to come up with any, any other city. city. Anywhere. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to my life, Bean. All now all you have do. to do is call city states and you're fully me. <laughs> I just had to name one yep. other city in America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I just got fired from Trucker <laughs> FM. They're not going to have you after that. I mean, oh. you need to know your stuff. Well, I can't blame them. I mean, I got to have some familiarity with the map if I'm going to do the wow. show. Oh, oh I'm crying. That was a fantastic <laughs> start. All right, so it sounds like you guys are in Me and you sure. all want to be part of the show. Now I do. As soon as it starts, well, just listen for our voices and we'll just chime right in. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. So you want me to go and you'll meet me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, I okay. mean, it doesn't make sense for us to all get together in carpool right. or whatever. Right. So Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll be there. Okay, that makes, that, that makes a just lot of sense. Just let us know what time your shift starts. All right. I'll, so we're we're meeting in the the city in Michigan then. Right? Yes, in that city. <laughs> That's where we're yeah. going. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just. I want you to know. I'm very excited. And, yeah. Uh, and my Some post. Say K- too excited. My post K Rock plans are starting to come into sharper focus. And believe me, that gives me a great deal of relief. All right. Bean <laughs> couldn't think of a city <laughs> in the United States. Anyone. 
Well, any look, single city. I have no defense, but I backed myself into a corner when I said Fargo because Did in my you? mind I was yes, because in my mind I was trying to think. I just said eight hours. Now what's eight hours from Fargo? I and I was it. trying to think of a city That's, that was eight hours from Fargo. It's okay. really important that you get yeah. that detail straight. We would have checked. That's what screwed me up, though. I should have said like Toronto or something if I would, you know, if I had had another second. But I just I fell I fell apart and I failed you, and I'm sorry. You didn't fail us. You failed the truckers. Yeah, truckers. you did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're pulling off right now. Like, we don't even know where to go. Right. What? A city what in happens? Michigan? Which one? Like, they're hey, on I, their iPhones got, looking uh, it up. I got news for you. I'm pulling off right now. You know what I mean? Oh. Oh. Okay. Wow, we were having fun. Yeah, sure. We were right there until... Once again, the bad, the bad man ruined it. Dean's wet blanket. <laughs> Took so many turns. <laughs> all right, listen. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Beach show, shall we? Clearly, we have it all documented. It's documented scientifically, not just words. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Omar has a secret break. Oh, I don't like that. It's never it's good. Never good no. for mm-hmm. one no. of us. Mostly me, sometimes mm-hmm. Bean. Rarely mm-hmm. Allie. Yeah. Rarely. I think... Because Omar's on the B team, whenever he says he has a secret break, I always think it's going to be some sort of embarrassing audio from our past. Oh, tape of us doing the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being That's horrible? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. That's best case could, scenario. Could be, from, could be from this segment, in fact. <laughs> remember, he's going to go, remember when Bean couldn't think of a city? <laughs> um, face blindness is a thing. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is a thing. Okay. Is it? Yes, okay. it is. Right. It's absolutely a thing. Okay. Meaning, if I see you and then I see you again 30 seconds later, I don't no idea realize that, that I saw you 30 seconds earlier. That's Cor- right. Correct? That's right. You don't recognize a person. Yeah. Hmm. Including your, your your own kids. You wouldn't recognize your kids. You'd come home today, your daughter would be at the house, and you'd go, you'd assume it was her because you knew she lives in the house, but you would not be able to identify her by looking at her face. Chip's mom did that, but <laughs> I don't know. Dare. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. She has face blindness. I'm cut deep. Right. Yeah, she didn't abandon it's you, Chip. She just didn't know who you were. She just didn't recognize you. <laughs> That's it. It's a real thing. <laughs> oh, this show is not good. It's so early. Uh, Slaying man will be in studio. Uh, or not. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We're talking about rescheduling him for a, another time when our friend oh, Jensen okay. is here. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we love Slang Man, but we'd hate, because Jensen's out today, we'd hate him right. to miss the opportunity to, I, I mean, worries. okay. No, um, let's keep talking about it. <laughs> just filling Kevin in. There's a, a 103-year-old runner that we're going to introduce you to. She started her running career at 100. Bean. I love her. So, Bean. going to be my running partner. I'll match know. her step for step. I don't know, dude. We were we were talking uh, yesterday to Dr. Drew, and you were very excited to have an out. Yeah. Like, running's yeah. not for you. Right. Because long-term, it might hurt you, and blah, blah, but blah. The, and right, she's how important thing, 103. 103. Okay, so long-term, it could hurt her, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, But now I've got a partner, though. Now I've got somebody who, who's my speed. So And she's going to be going, keep up. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I have decided that I want to run with her, and I'm going to call her in, like, two years and get started with that. All right. When you're 100? When she's 105. Oh, right. Got it. Um, Tony Hale. Oh, there it is. man. In studio talking Toy Story 4. He's Can't sporky. Wait. He's sporky. Uh, then I'm going to have to leave for a half hour. 
Uh, and when I get back, we're going to do Keep It 100. Uh, nope. You're missing uh, CatCon International. Oh, I didn't Susan see that Michael. because I have, to, I have to leave for that. Oh, no. Oh, you'll to be To go here. to the place with the thing. Next week, we're going to be at the convention Michigan? center. In Michigan, that place in Michigan. We look forward to it every year. It's oh, all about cats. Kevin's favorite. Yeah, she uh, she's loaded up with puns. She already sent me a message. Who? Can't wait. Who hates puns more than me? You. Who, who hates cats you. more than me? Okay. But this is a so cat extravaganza, Kevin. It's a cat extravaganza. Yeah, honestly. It's Paradise City. Come on. Stupid Alley sent this to me last night from CatCon Worldwide. Uh-huh. N- not lying to you. It's going to be positively hysterical tomorrow. Hysterical, she said. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. For real. Uh-huh. You wrote back. No, 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 no. She wrote she for wrote real. That. And then you said, mm-hmm. you ain't kitten. Uh-huh. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. <laughs> That's already too much for me. <laughs> that but is she's fur, not even here. Fur Osha's Allie. Seriously. Thank you, Veen. Seriously, I might not be here. You're, we'll be see. Here. We'll yep. chat. It's going to okay. be great. I mean, I'll do my best, but okay. I'm not in control. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. Ready for your run through what's happening? Uh, I Get all am. the kinks out before we uh, before we go on the air. I am, and I would like to give you something. Whoa! Yeah, not you. Uh, just oh. a listener. Right now, you're going to get a pair of tickets to the Gabriel Iglesias Beyond Fluffy World Tour. Oh yes, tickets on sale now at axs.com. But you have your choice. Do you want to see him December 27th at Staples Center? It's yours. Maybe Honda Center's more your thing. December 28th. Those tickets are yours. You get to choose. Let's take caller 10 right now, 1-800-520-1067, and you get that pair of tickets to the Gabriel Iglesias Beyond Fluffy World Tour. It's comedy. Uh, Yes, it is. I feel like we're kind of avoiding saying something. I I know exactly what you're talking Mm -hmm. about, and I think you're right, and I think at some point we're going to need to kind of break the seal on that. Yeah. I'll, I'll start. Okay. Holy moly is my new favorite show. Holy moly. It's so good. Holy moly. Kevin, did you say No, I unfortunately I had something else to do. I didn't watch Holy Moly. I didn't. I recorded it, Bean. I had something else to do. More important than Holy Moly? Yes. I don't think uh, well now that sentence doesn't make any sense. Okay, then no, I didn't know how great it was. Explain. Kevin, I'll tell you this. Yes. During the first five minutes, a woman has to run through the windmill. She has to time it. She has to get through where the little windmill Mm -hmm. little things turn. Mm -hmm. She gets knocked so hard by the windmill, she flies off the stage into tulips. She might be concussed. (laughs) She might be concussed. Then she gets her wits about her, ish, Uh and goes for it again. It knocks her harder off the stage. And I, like, I howled when it happened the first time. The second time, you know when you're laughing so hard you almost puke? Yep. That's where I was. Oh, the humanity of this. I feel like just by that description, it's going to be my favorite show as well. I will tell you this. Rob Riggle is hysterical on it. There are some asides that he says that are so funny. He's one of the announcers. One of the announcers. He's kind of doing a Ron Burgundy, I think. uh, A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But at one point, a woman is trying to putt, and you hear what seems to be an instrument you're not quite sure at first, and then walking into the screen, 
Kenny G just playing his little saxophony thing and he's trying to distract her. What is that sound? It is none other than Grammy Award winner Kenny G. Holy moly! Look at this! The sweet stylings of Kenny G in the face of Holly Fine. I understand she's trying to make a putt to win the game, okay? And Kenny G comes out and just starts playing in her face. Wait, B, like, you watched it and loved it too? I mean, is it the best TV yes, show ever? Yes, it is. Yeah. It might be. Yeah. Wow. It might be. Fantastic. Uh, do you have uh, where Rob Riggle describes his uh, enjoyment of Kenny G? Um, I'm not sure. Let's see. It may be part of the same clip. Hang on. Of Holly Fine. <laughs> a master of distraction and a master of outstanding saxophone music. Sometimes I'll be driving around the road and I'll think of Kenny G and drive into a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. It's so dumb. It's so so stupid. Oh, my God. I love it so much, you guys. My fear was it wasn't going to be dumb enough. You're saying. They take the dumb to a level that is absurd. It's crazy how many different shows are rolled into one. I mean, it's kind of part. Obviously, it's uh, it's very much American Ninja Warrior. It's very much Wipeout. It's also got, I mean, I think it's got a family feud element into it and that everybody is dressed in, like, ridiculous costumes. Like, oh, got one of the guys who is playing, he's a lumberjack. He's wearing the whole lumberjack. <laughs> There's another guy dressed in a unicorn onesie. I mean, everything about it is is bizarre. Oh, man, it sounds so outstanding. You will love it. Oh, holy I will moly, watch it more than once this weekend. Yeah, you yeah. will. Yeah, yeah, you will. Yeah, but the only problem is how long we have to wait until next Thursday now. I know. It's I mean, absurd. what are we supposed to do with all these hours? Agreed. All right, guys, more holy moly talking a bit. Uh, but for now, holy moly. <laughs> I think you have to deliver it like that if you okay. don't mind. Yeah, no problem. From now on. Uh, happy birthday, Juliet Lewis, Prince William, the Duke of Cambridge, heir to the British throne. Go ahead, B, and say happy birthday to Prince William. Happy birthday. Good. It's getting worse. It's getting <laughs> it's worse. Definitely you're, getting lose, worse. you're losing, losing it. the badness that you have. Oh, yes. Jeez. Yes, I had a 5% uh-huh. acceptable British accent. Mm-hmm. Now it's down to 1. Wow. Good Lord. Going the wrong direction, man. Uh, Chris Pratt, Lana Del Rey. Obviously. Rebecca Black, and good Lord, could he be the handsomest, kindest man in all of rock? Yes, he can. Lead singer of The Killers. Brandon Flowers. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. i just like to say that uh, Omar's probably one of my favorite people in the world. He's oh, really? my favorite. He's the really? best guy sure. I've ever met. Oh, I'm just, guys? I would say I'm, best friend ever. Really? Um, really? Yeah. Oh, right. You've never said that before. Yeah, well, I, I don't I I insinuated. I just oh. need to make sure that I put it oh, out there. Okay, okay, okay. I, I don't think of him as, uh, I'm not presumptuous enough to think of Omar as a friend because he's really more of a hero or an <laughs> idol to wow. me. Wow. Okay. Wow. I basically right. just kind of worship him. I'm a little bit nervous even to talk to him here. Really? So hmm. what's happening is Omar says to us yesterday, he says, hey, uh, guys, I'm going to need a, little, a segment tomorrow. Yeah. And we just know <laughs> what that means. We know that it's never a, good. A secret segment is never good news for Kevin and or Bean. But I just want to remember, 
remember that I love you, Omar. Oh, I appreciate I'd that. I mean, I love you love more, you. though, you know what? than and, anyone. And I truly love you guys, and um, you guys have... No, and, but and I'm saying individually. Yes. Yeah. I'm <laughs> a bigger fan of you than being. I understand remember that. Remember when I brought um, you all that Christmas stuff? I yeah. was like, you've got a great house. Oh, you yeah. can use this stuff. Absolutely. I you, Allie, you have nothing to worry about. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> all right. But I'm saying... But I'm saying I, would, I would do you, Omar. Oh, that's really? what I'm saying. Wow. That's wow. How, I'm that's saying how... I respect you enough that I wouldn't unless okay. you wanted it and beg. <laughs> wow. That's so many options. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. What did, what did we do? Okay. Look, it's, it's what you have done for the past 30 years. So crappy radio. So, no. Oh. Brilliant radio. That's and what I meant. You know what? You guys are legit legends. And you Shut guys, up. This you is... guys are radio royalty. And this you is know, exactly what we were doing to you, it, by it, the way. Exactly. <laughs> and this is, you know what? The, the, the Kevin and Bean era is yeah. coming to a close at the end of this year, and I'm pretty sad about it. Sure. And Kevin and Bean are so humble <sighs> that they, they sit down comes. and they be humble. And I'm saying, stand up. Yeah. Don't be comes. humble. Mm-hmm. And you need to kind of be a little bit braggadocious about just your accomplishments. Just embarrassed. They're already in one Radio yeah. Hall of right. Fame, and they, they're, they're nominated again this year. To right. you, the listener, you understand this is a huge setup for us looking dumb on tape. <laughs> Listen, you guys are the broadcasting bros. All right. <laughs> We got it. Right. We've been doing this show a while. We understand. You guys are the dynamic duo of talk. Oh, and wow. you guys are just the, the, the brilliant broadcasters, okay? And this is my... Hey, my oh, my no. What? Hey, and so, and I've been lucky enough to be on the show for about 20 years. Okay. So I've witnessed a lot of the magic, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of an archivist here at the mm-hmm. Kevin and Bean Show of all the audio. So I... Not, I, I have the privilege of, 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 of doing Kevin Bean tributes. This okay. is going to be one. <laughs> this is going to be one of many because when I started this little project, uh-huh. I, I have so much tape. Yeah. That I was like, oh, okay, no. I'm going to have to do a Wait, series this is of only tributes. The beginning. This is only the beginning. So this is my little Kevin and Bean tribute, and I did this this first tribute in song form. Kevin and Bean on Radio Thirty years on the morning show K-Rock all this time they still blow so bad it's criminal sounds like somebody with sore gra- you know sore grapes somebody have a lot of people have sour grapes uh, can we have your extra hoss uh, hose that's hose <laughs> hose oh hose oh yeah can we have your extra hose you forgot hose? the E yeah. H-O-E-S there you go so you are dumb guys really really dumb guys talk for a living guys how are you employed Monday morning, we have an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We'll be, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm on this dessert is what I'm on. You are dumb, guys. I know that you were in Slither, and I remember seeing that movie at the time, but it seemed like it was a long time ago. What what, what stuff did you do in Slither? Uh, what stuff did I do in Slither? Yeah, I don't understand the question. <laughs> uh, you have a new special coming out this week called Oh, Come On. Mm-hmm. Well, what is it that you want to tell us about? I watched it last night and it's hilarious. It's great. I can't wait to see it. Well, thank you. Uh, I can't wait for other yeah, people to well, see it. interesting. What I should say. Freudian slip. Would you have ever expected after the key and peel peels? What? After the key and pee years, that Jordan Peele would go key off to. Key and peel years. What did I say? Key and pee? Oh, no. <laughs> So you are dumb guys, really, really dumb guys. Rock for a living, guys. How are you employed, guys? 
He's in Suicide Squad 2, by the way. You are dumb, guys. Nutsacks. But I think there is, there is some sunshine at the end of this, uh, this rainbow. Where do you put the sunshine? The the Where is it go? Plus, uh, plus uh, world's... Uh, Worst first first dates. What's happening? <laughs> Saturday Night Live so well, so put. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Saturday Night Live put it so well. During the weekend update uh, on Saturday night, which is <laughs> we are good at bad. I'll give us that. I'll give us that. Speaking of sports, we're going to talk to the Dodgers manager, Don Don Mattingly. Try not to call him Don when we get him on. We're talking about The Walking Dead, which returns on AMC this Sunday night. Nope, nope, nope. A week from Sunday. A week from Sunday. I apologize. October fourteenth uh, on AMC. We're going to have uh, David Morrissey in next right. hour, who plays the governor. Next who's, week, who's a new? What the hell's wrong with you? Dude. Yeah, the issues. All right, we're going to play a uh, lullaby version of a red hot pill. Uh, chep- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll be right back on the kel- uh, world, whatever it is. <laughs> Quality broadcasting right there. Uh, wow. Uh, Hall of Fame. <laughs> Standing O. I, uh, I, I effing hate Omar. <laughs> it's Kevin and Pete. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, Allie's here. It's time for uh, What's Happening on a Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Remember a couple weeks ago, we had David Tennant in. He was talking about his new show with Michael Sheen, the six-part miniseries, Good Omens. Great reviews. People are loving it. You I still have it on my list. I've not watched it yet, but it looks great. Absolutely. It's um, it's super funny about an angel and a demon having to work together to prevent the apocalypse. Well, some people aren't amused. Oh. Some 20,000 Christians aren't impressed. They've signed a petition demanding Netflix cancel the show, and uh, they, they're not happy about it. Want to know Wait. why? Because there's a character in it who's the devil? Here's the thing. Because the show appears to make Satanism normal, light, and acceptable. This is a religious group called Return to Order. Order. Hmm. Return to Order. They orchestrated the petition to protest. And um, here's, here's the only problem with this protest. They're demanding that Netflix get rid of the show. Um, okay. It's on it's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> so so Netflix tweeted out done. 
Netflix, <laughs> Netflix did tweet something out. Oh, did they? Yesterday, the official Twitter for Netflix UK <gasps> responded in writing saying, okay, we promise not to make any more. Unbelievable! <laughs> That's amazing. It's brought me so much it's fantastic. Joy. It's so good. It is just so, so very good. All right. You know, I don't I don't quite get auctions. I don't know how people pay insane amounts of money for things they're never going to use. Where are you going to put it in your home? I don't get those kind of things. So when I saw that David Gilmore, the guitarist for Pink Floyd, was auctioning off a bunch of his guitars, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, that makes sense. You're a musician. You're a guitar aficionado. Whatever. You can put on your wall. It's art. I get it. But he put 120 guitars up for bid, uh, many that he used on classic Pink Floyd albums, and they went for well... Did you say 120? 120. They went for well above estimates. And when I say well above, record-breaking, you guys. First up, his famed 1969 Black Fender Stratocaster, used on most Pink Floyd albums in the 70s, broke the world record for any guitar sold at auction. Wow. It was estimated at 100000 to 150000 What do you think it sold for? It broke okay. the record. I'm going to mm-hmm. go uh, $1.5 Bean? That sounds very reasonable. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say one dollar. Okay. Uh, again, <laughs> is this es- price is right? It is not. It I, is I don't not. know. I'm not sure how it works. It's fine. It was estimated again between 100 and 150 thousand dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. It sold for three million nine hundred seventy-five thousand oh dollars. Basically four million. That's insane. Unbelievable. His, and this is, I'm sorry, the guitar he played on what? On Wish You Were Here? Is that what you said? It was uh, most albums in the 70s. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah. His white 1954 Fender Strat, valued between 100 and 150000 sold for $1,815,000 after a four-minute bidding war that set a world record for a Stratocaster in auction. Now, pe- people know when they get this guitar, it doesn't make them David Gilmore, no, right? No, you can I mean, totally they, play like David to be able, Gilmore. That's what I've heard. Yeah. You can play just mm-hmm. like him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's part sense. of it. No, yeah. That makes sense. Now. Yeah, okay. yeah. So in total, his guitar auction brought in $21,490,750. Unbelievable. And here's the great part. It all goes to his Client Earth Charitable Foundation that gives money to famine relief, homelessness, and displacement of people throughout the world. Wow, so he didn't do it because he was broke and needed no, the money. He no. just wanted to raise he money for his charity. I, I don't think that's what we're saying. opposite, sir. That's unbelievable, though, right? Asshole. Uh, again, again, no. What? <laughs> 21 mil- and a half million dollars to I agree. Charity. This is amazing. It's incredible. That guy. What, what, what would he need him again, for? Again, you are not grasping. <laughs> we're saying it's saying. a good thing. Yeah, yeah I would say it's a good thing, too. I don't yeah. know. What... Why are these people all piping in with this? I'd like to punch him in the face. Again, <laughs> sir. This makes no sense. Ugh. I know what you're going to say. He is the founder of ISIS. He is He's the founder of ISIS. He is not. He's just David Gilmore trying to raise somebody for charity. That's all it is. The story. He's on fire. That, well, he was. He was on literally. fire. Literally. Goodness. Not Get his literally. Out of okay. Again, what's happening? Okay. Guys, you're going to say it's too early to talk about Halloween, right? We haven't. No, I am not. Fourth I love of July. Halloween. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is about Halloween, but it is. My favorite? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, there's not it's a okay. time too early okay. for me on that one. I love it. 
I love Halloween, mm-hmm. and I just listened to Monster Mash yesterday. Okay. Well, that's... Let's not yeah. get back so, into that. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, actually, I'm just talking about the Halloween franchise. It hasn't finished the whole Michael Myers nightmare just yet. Here's here's the sentence I love. I was working in the lab late one night. This is what happens. If people don't know what that is, can you just explain For the first 10 years, I don't know why... But Bean was obsessed with the Monster Mash. Mm-hmm. I love the Monster Mash. It's one of my five favorite songs of all and time. And he would drink a drink of water, and then he would just start the gargling sound that uh-huh. starts that song. And he would do it until I started the lyrics. <laughs> so I would literally, I would say, stop it, stop it. He would just keep going, keep going, keep going. And then finally, I was working. Okay, great. He would stop it. And then for 10 years, we did it back and forth to each other. I would start gargling. He would say, nope, not doing it. And then we would end up breaking and do it. So then we told that story. Uh, if you could isolate, uh, isolate just yes. that chunk, that would be great. Yes. Did I miss? I would start gargly, gargling, and he would then do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I heard I'll that just too. Get that. Okay, maybe that wasn't a, a good description. So then we described that, and then people mm-hmm. started calling in the Afro line. They were all gargling, and it was And like, I hope amazing. they had forgotten about it until you just brought it up again, dum-dum. Um, I, did I say the words Monster you Mash? You didn't, Kevin. Oh, yeah, but, all but right. then you that did the gargling. Bean. That was Bean. By the way, I don't care about the Halloween franchise, mm-hmm. uh, but I do care about Halloween, and Dave tells oh. me that... <laughs> I was working in the lab late one night. Gabe tells me that Disneyland is already selling tickets to their Halloween party. I love it. I, I love it so much. Here, first day of summer. Here's the thing. The sequel to the 2018 reboot is set for an October 16, 2020 release. The sequel to the reboot. I just love that sentence. This... Remember in 2018, they did the reboot? Yes. And everybody was back, and Danny McBride co-wrote the script, and we were like, what? Danny McBride? Yeah, it's it's coming back, you guys. Uh, Blumhouse sources have said that Halloween 2 will begin filming after Labor Day. All are assured to return? All right. They're saying? Here's the thing. When Danny McBride, um, who co-wrote the original script, along with Gordon Green... Um, they decided uh, we were going to shoot films back to back, but let's hold off and see how the first one does. Okay. Because what if we do two and then the first one had flopped? That's just bad. Um, it's safe to say they didn't have to wait because the 2018 Halloween brought in $255 million worldwide at the box office, and it had a $10 million budget. So it That's, did. Does it, that seems good? It did. It That's did pretty good. Gotcha. So great news for Halloween fans. Great news for uh, the Monster Mash. Just <laughs> come on. I was working in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Bean, was that even? I don't think so either. I was going to say that wasn't even Bean. It wasn't even Bean. I should have recognized that and not done it. Oh, but anyone could prop them up. I don't know. I think we should have drawn that line, B. Yeah, you should have, but you didn't. Okay. (laughs) Not doing it. Because it's not being. Okay. Yeah, he has standards. All right, some birthdays for you. We've got Rebecca Black, Brandon Flowers, Chris Pratt, Prince William, the Duke of Cambridge, Juliet Lewis, and Lana Del Rey. Obviously. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Face blindness is in the news right now, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Had you guys ever heard of this condition before? No. 
I Allie? had heard about it, but I never really looked into it because I always thought mm-hmm. these are just people that don't want to remember. That's other people. what I think is that yeah. I forget people's names. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as an excuse, I will say that I have face blindness. Sure, <laughs> sure. Face blindness, which medically is known as proso prosopag. It's called face blindness, okay. and it's exactly what you think it is. You, it's a relatively rare condition where you cannot recognize anyone's face. This includes your family your friends, or even yourself. Wait, so, wait, wait. Even yourself. You, you look in a mirror and you know it's you because you can see that you're standing in front of a mirror, but you can't look at that face and identify it as your own. Do you think they go, who's that? Yes. Why is this motion? Oh, why is this motion the same as mine? She has horrible hair. Oh, <laughs> no. Here's a woman named <gasps> Bo James. Uh, a stranger once waved at Boo on the bus. I said Boo, didn't I? Boo James. Did. A stranger Boo. once waved at Boo on the bus. She did not think anything more of it until it later emerged that it was her mother. Oh, man. Scientists have now launched a study they hope could train people like Boo to recognize people uh, better. But she said for many years she thought she was from another planet. It's immensely stressful and very emotionally upsetting to sit and dwell upon it, so I try not to do that. It's very hard work. It's physically and emotionally exhausted to spend a day out in public constantly wondering whether you should have spoken to someone. For most of her life, she didn't even know she had the condition, by the way. She had no way to explain it to people. It's just that she didn't know who they were. It was nothing but traumatic, traumatic experiences with fellow children and teachers she could not recognize. Even now, at 51 years old, she struggles to recognize family and long-term friends, recently failing to recognize her father while getting together with him over the holidays. Have you guys had that thing where you know you should know their name? Mm-hmm. And it's too you know them too well to ask, mm-hmm. and you of have course. during the conversation you're just listening for any clue. Yeah, absolutely. Wh- where they go? Oh yeah, and then my girlfriend said to me, "Hey Paul," I'm like, "Paul, that's it." Yes, of course, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, she says she has developed tactics and techniques which help her to figure out who's who. She says, "I have another palette I can use: hairstyles, a piece of jewelry that someone might wear regularly, the way that somebody dresses, people's voices once they start talking, even the silhouette of someone, their body shape." So she just uses other clues since she doesn't have the face. And I've seen pictures. Uh, I did a little deep dive on this yesterday, and I've seen pictures of what it looks like for people who have face blindness. And you know, there's a uh, there's a, a swipe you can do on photographs if you want to blur something out, yeah, like on your phone, mm-hmm. and it just kind of takes the takes the the pixels and squiggles them, yep. So you can't make it up, uh, like you do with a license plate or something. That's what the face looks like. No, so it's like a pixelated face. It's not that you just don't recognize them. You clearly can't see them. You, you can't, can't even see features. Oh. On, yes. Wow. Oh, another another person with face blindness kind of described it as you can tell that they have eyes and a nose, for instance, but not in any clarity. You can't you can't identify it from everybody else's eyes and nose. That's, oh, that's how weird. Terrifying. It is. I can't even imagine what that would be like. I just I don't even know how you could interact with people in your life at home at a job. I and think I was, you could. And what about like going to the movies or something like that? I mean, would you even be? I mean. I assume this would, I never have not seen this addressed in anything I read, but I assume this would translate to screens too, like photographs and TV and movie screens yeah, too, right? Yes. Yeah, like when it's, they reveal who the killer is, you're like, who is that? I who's can't the tell. killer? I don't know. Okay, Bean, in your deep dive, did yes. you did you find out if people are born with this? Does it come after a traumatic brain injury? How does it... I, 
you are born with it. Wow. And there are various degrees of it. There are some people who have slight trouble with it, and there are other people who have full-on bad, and it does come and go as well, by the way, which is Comes also terrifying. Comes and goes? What? Yes, which is also, for some people, for some people it does, yes. Um, I said it was in the news, and this is uh, why it's kind of, this is why these articles are, are popping up right now, is because I know it's hard to keep track of all the people who are running for president, because there are 24 of them running against Please the Please tell the me somebody right with now. face blindness is going to run for president. Governor John Hickenlooper, Kevin, is the governor of the great state of Colorado. How is he already a governor if he doesn't recognize people? He has face blindness. Here here he is in his own words being interviewed on the topic. By the way, did they interview him in a a Virgin America place (laughs) in the first class? Sexy music going on. (laughs) What is happening, John? Where are you? A pink hue all over him. Yes, exactly. All right, here's the governor. Everyone thought that I didn't pay attention and that I didn't care about when I met people that I couldn't recognize them. Same. When you process what a face looks like, you put it in your memory bank, you can't access that information again. Same. I could spend two hours with someone at night, see him the next morning at Starbucks, and I honestly wouldn't recognize him. I've done but, that. <laughs> no, those are all just bad one-night stands, Sally. Oh, That's all okay. that is. Okay, wasn't clear. Uh, you just pretend to not recognize right. them. Right, So, I mean, if you're a politician, though, and your life revolves around the connections that you make and the donors, obviously, yeah. I mean, you need to be able to go up to the guy who gave you the $100,000 and say thanks, right? I would think this would, that would really be... I don't know the, how you would get a... How you can do either. that? No. You're meeting with either. world leaders and you're like... Who are you again? And the guy's no. like, I'm Putin. Like, come on. Yeah. Which one are you? Are you Chile or France? I can't what tell. What oh is God. going on? More for the governor. When I was in the restaurant business, obviously, it was a nightmare. In politics, it's kind of a nightmare. But you learn to adapt. If someone looks at me like they know me, I greet them like an old friend. Now, how does he know they're looking at him like they know him? I think there's probably a comfortableness about them when yeah. they approach him. Like, you can mm-hmm. sort of tell. If, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, Hickey. Trust. Huh? When they're like, hey, Hickey, and he's like, yeah, they yeah. know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I actually know them. I'm just not recognizing them yet. That overcompensation actually turns out to be, a, I think, a good life skill. More of us probably could benefit from being friendlier when we first meet people. So, that, so this is a that positive. Wanna, he, that's what he's trying to turn it into. He yeah. is a politician. I don't know if I'm ready for, you know, I know there are barriers yet to be broken. We're still waiting for that first woman president. I don't know that I'm ready for a face-blind president yet, you guys. I'm not sure I can get behind it. What do you guys think? I mean, he takes clues from your hairstyle and other Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm Putin, I wear like an afro and I show up and go, hey, man, what's up? (laughs) Wouldn't you do that? (laughs) Wouldn't every world leader do that every time they met him? Find the guy with the disability and screw with him. Kevin 2020. When you say it that way, it sounds (laughs) (laughs) Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. I'm not going to have time to run a marathon anymore, Kevin, because of of the new gig. I'm sorry. You know, I was was very close to being able to run that marathon, probably super, super fast, too. Right. But I feel like now I just can't. I got too too much on my plate. Okay, I just want to clarify, though, that none of us were... Forcing you to run a marathon, mm-hmm. that the idea originated with uh-huh. with you. Uh, it was a dumb idea. Um, okay, it was. Uh, it did. It did not to bear fruit. It and when I did, said you're not going to do it, you uh-huh. said that's what you said about my tattoo. I did say that. Yes, I was pretty mouthy. Yeah, yeah. I, the one thing you follow through on in 30 years. <laughs> right. That was your example. Bean says this yes. stuff just off the top of his head, and then he wants us all to believe it. Okay, it's did just, I? But did I not? 
learn to play the ukulele like a mother effort? You or did didn't. I? You, you did oh, not. Oh, that's right. Kevin bought you one. You didn't play oh, right. it once. I did. But I did. I am now fluent in Norwegian, like I promised not I would a be, word. right? Not a word. You lie. Okay. That's what we know. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't lie. I you just... lie. I just... You lie. So, I'm yes. Wrong. So, okay. yesterday we talked to Dr. Drew. And for those of you that don't listen later in the show... Bean wanted to know the long-term uh, health hazards of running long distance so that he could finally put the nail in the coffin of this yeah. idea. And here's a little bit of that conversation. There's no way it can be good for your body. It can't. I mean, there. I feel like all I'm doing is setting myself up for injury. I feel like I already have the runner's knee. I probably already pulled a hammy. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can go bad with running. The runner's knee. Okay, so, but so what, here's the deal. What? When I was running more, I was running on trails and things, and all my orthopedic colleagues looked at me and goes, I'll see you in the operating room. They, they're all like, oh, yeah, you're going to turn Boom. an ankle. You're going to get a knee problem. This, there it this, is. This, Thanks this, for this, coming this, on, Dr. Drew. Have a great week. No, 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 no. <laughs> so that was the very beginning of the conversation, yeah. and then it continued. When you get into more distance-type settings, you can get in real trouble. The, the big thing that pops up on people's radar is something called rhabdomyolysis. Sure. Which is really your muscle dissolving. And that would be bad enough. In terms <laughs> Thank of you. Yeah. Thank wait, you. Wait, wait, I've never heard of that. <laughs> Your muscle can literally just go away? Rhabdomyolysis is actually pretty common in, in uh, marathon runners. And they actually, that's why they have to stay so hydrated because the myoglobin that breaks down from the muscle will actually clog the kidneys and damage the kidneys. And I can't have that. I only have one kidney. i got to be super careful with my kidney. Yes, yes, you do. So you'll have to stop running. There you go, Bean. And Ladies and so, gentlemen. The, the other issues I'm are... the only one applauding, but ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how you like me now? Apparently I made the right move, according to the doctor. I'm going to say again, you brought it up. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. said you were going to run a marathon. Mm-hmm. You forced us to believe it. Mm-hmm. And what's, then, your, what's your point? And then you quit and you're not doing it. Um, what I did was uh, the right thing. Okay, uh, but here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. There's another alternative. Oh. Okay. Because you're talking about running a marathon. Right. I would like to introduce you to a sprinter. Oh. Have you thought oh. of that being shorter distances? No, I have not. Not even like a quarter mile, but like 100 yards. You 100 can meters. do that? Right. Hey, I mean, I could do that with enough training, yeah. I would like to introduce you to a woman that is 103 years old. Oh. And running. Finally here tonight, who ever heard of a runner setting world records just a couple of years after taking up the sport? It turns out this beginner has plenty of life experience. I'll tell you, listen to me. At 103 years old, Julia Hawkins isn't slowing down. She's picking up the pace. Julia Hawkins, gold medalist. Whoa! She is a sprinter, Bean. She's 103. Wow. She started running, started running when she hit 100. I love her. I love her. Here's a little more. During this week's National Senior Games in Albuquerque, New Mexico, Hurricane Hawkins, as she's known. (laughs) She's known as Hurricane Hawkins! That's brilliant. Won gold in both the 50 and 100 meter races. That's not all. The sprinter set a new USA track and field record as the oldest woman to compete on an American track. I love that the record isn't a time, it's an age. Right. Yes. I noticed that they did not say that it was seven and a half minutes to run the 100 yards. She's the oldest person to run on a track. That's the record that she said. I hope I'm inspiring them to be healthy and to realize you can still be doing it at this kind of an age. Hawkins is no stranger to breaking records. 
She started her running career at age 100. So I'm saying that's perfect. You're pretty close to 100. I'm going to start, I'm going to be like Hurricane. At when I become 100, no, that's when no. I'm going to start taking my, my running seriously. Maybe, maybe run shorter distances, but let's keep with the running theme. But when I turn 100, though, right? A little more from Hurricane. And quickly racked up three world records by 102, including in the 100-meter dash. She told reporters at the time she skipped her nap to make that race. <laughs> You see the dedication? Oh, oh my God. The dedication this person has to running is not getting Dr. Drew on the phone saying, hey, tell me I shouldn't. She, she is skipped a-, a goddamn nap. Yeah, shit, I wouldn't skip a nap for anything. No, she's a better person than I am. There's no question. I thought it'd be neat to run at 100 and uh, do the 100-yard dash. Her training secret, gardening at her home in Louisiana. All right, be gardens at her home in that's exercise. New Orleans. For a 103-year-old, that's exercise, Allie. He's just getting out and moving around the yard, I would imagine. In Louisiana. I got to find her. I got to find her. Is she hot? Okay. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> the word sprint may be overused here because it's really sort of walking. It's a darling shuffle. It's a little what she's walk doing. where her hips oh, go back and forth and her arms. She's the best. And she, I mean, like. No, Hurricane's a goer. <laughs> Come on. I'm saying maybe consider becoming her, you know, husband in running. Oh. Your husband in running. Okay. Deal. Done and done. Mr. Hurricane. Okay. So when are you going to start running your 100 yards? Uh, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm right after the show today. I'm going to start walking around the neighborhood and looking for her in the yard. <laughs> okay. Good luck. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And now, a moment with Bean. There's a, a trucker trying to make it from, you know, from Fargo to uh, to uh, a city in Michigan <laughs> or wherever. <laughs> I don't know where he's going. I haven't seen the manifest. I mean, your shift is going to go great if that's any. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have been able to come up with any, any other city. <laughs> that was a moment with me. I mean, you named a city in the United States. <laughs> I did come up and with And then one. you were out. Come on, you guys. It was something. Welcome to my life, dude. How does it feel? I don't know. I'd rather have face blindness. I don't know how you do it. Uh, I couldn't be more excited, A, to put that behind me, but B, to let you guys know that Forky is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, come on. B. Come on. There's a a trucker trying to make it from, you know, from Fargo to to, uh, a city in Michigan. (laughs) Or wherever. <laughs> I don't know where he's going. I haven't seen the manifest. I mean, your shift is going to go great if that's any. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have been able to come up with any, any other city. city. 
That was a moment with Bean. Tony Hale joins us just after 8 a.m. Unless he heard that. Here on Kim, which case he's right back in the elevator on his way down, and who can blame him? Uh, first, though, it's one of our very favorites. That my, that's my jams of the entire what week. What is happening? You mean what's Are happening? You having a stroke? It's our favorite what's happening because we do that's my jam. That's what I said, right? No, you said that's our favorite that's my jam break of the week. What I'm saying is there's Fargo over here, and then over here there's another city that I'll think of later. Right. All right? Here's uh, Allie to explain what's happening. I'll explain that's my jam if yeah. you want. Okay. <laughs> He's winded. He's still confused. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> and now, a moment with Bean. There's a, a trucker trying to make it from, you know, from Fargo to uh, to uh, a city in... Michigan, or wherever. <laughs> I don't know where he's going. I haven't seen the manifest. I mean, your shift is going to go great if that's any. <laughs> I feel like I should have been able to come up with any, any other city. city. That was a moment with Beam. All right, let me handle this. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, we love what's happening. Mm-hmm. One of our favorites of the week is this one because we talk about That's My Jam. Thank you so much, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's My Jam is our playlist that every member of the Kevin and Bean Show contributes to weekly. Every week we're like, this is a song that just came out, I'm digging it. Or a song that came across a play a playlist and you were like, Remember that one? That's my jam. Which is why we called it That's My Jam. So we're going to tell you what our songs are, why we came up with them, and play a little bit for you right now. First up, Kevin. Mine is uh, Max Frost. I had not heard of him before I mm-hmm. came across his song. Uh, he's a singer-songwriter that grew up in Austin, Texas, and he's one of these guys that learned to play drums when he was four. So super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> he plays a bunch of different instruments. Um, he moved out to Los Angeles in 2017. He put out his first album last year called Gold Rush. Uh, he opened for 21 Pilots and a bunch of different bands. And this song is called Money Problems. And I like it because most songs where you address money, it's how much money you have. Right. This is He Doesn't Have Any Money. So okay. I love that. When I first heard it, I listened to it about 10 times since. Excellent. Bean, you're up. It's funny because I was thinking that song has a little bit of a 90s pop vibe, and mine does too. Here's a song from an artist named Ashley O. The song is called On a Roll. Kevin, you are going to hate this so much. You're going <laughs> to think that this is blasphemy. Why? So I want to play a little piece of this song for you, and then I'll explain why it is the way it is. Listen up. Oh, honey, just tell me what you want me to. Oh, honey, kiss me up against the wall. Oh, honey, don't take anything, just have it all. Yeah, I can take it, oh. so don't you fake it. Are we done yet? Listen. Yep. That is 
uh, a cover remake of Head Like a Hole by Nine Inch Nails, Kevin. Head mm. Like a Hole by Nine Inch Nails is in my top ten songs of all time. That's why I this knew you would hate blasphemy. this. Blasphemy. Yeah. The S word. No, you can't, you can't use say that, that word. What? Yeah. But here's but why it there's... accurate. It, it was. There's a yeah. story behind it. Black Mirror is a sensational science fiction show on Netflix. Miley Cyrus stars in one episode of the new season playing a pop star named Ashley O. This was done with the complete permission and assistance He's not of paying Trent Reznor. anymore. Trent Reznor, like, yeah, whatever. He's not paying attention. Trent Reznor says, "I love it. You have no. my permission to rewrite the lyrics to that song." They're even selling official Ashley O. honor roll T-shirts on the Nine Inch Nails website. They are all in behind this remake of the song. We need to find out what they've done with Trent. So there you go. There's so the fake Trent is now running things. One of the most bizarre covers of all Ugh. time with a weird story. But you can see that episode of Black Mirror currently streaming on Netflix. Again, the artist is Miley Cyrus as Ashley O. All right. Jensen is not here today. But Bean, I understand you know a little bit about his pick. A little bit. And you're going to love this song, too. We had um, Jack from All Time Low stop by the K-Rock Coachella house. And he said that he was working on a super secret project that he would be unveiling soon. You know, they're having a, a busy a year in All Time Low because um, Alex has the band Simple Creatures with Mark Hoppus. And mm-hmm. now Jack teamed up with another guy, a singer-songwriter from Los Angeles, to create their own side project. The band is called Who Hurt You? And I think you guys are going to like the song that Jensen picked for us this week called Wish We Never Met. When you A lot of a uh, lot of bops this week. Yeah, that sounds I'll great. Say it does sound That's great. That's two out of three that are bops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, my pick is from a band that you might have seen play our Weenie Roast, and they killed it. The band is The Regrets, and their second studio album will be out in early August. Apparently, fifteen tracks, and they just put out a new single this week, and I love it. Here's a little bit of "I Dare You" by The Regrets. Come on and jump, but I dare Pretty good batting average. Not bad, you guys. Excellent work. If you had a 750 batting average in baseball, you are a hero for the end, for the end of time. Stoked Where can we sure. hear all these songs, well, Allie? I will tell you. You can look on at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We will link you right to our That's My Jam playlist. Follow along. New music in your ears every single week. And uh, let's just wrap it up because Tony Hale's here and who cares about anything else? That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. You guys. I know. I know. I I see him. He's right there in front of us. I see him. Tony Hale. Oh, Oh my gosh. Just a 
favorite. I all am of ours. so happy to be here right now. I was saying it's a bump of joy walking into this. Oh, Tony, you understand that you are way too big a star now to be doing the Kevin and Bean show. Why are it's you what? already talking about no, coming? No, but I'm just saying because you got to take control of your career, man. Okay, I mean, for... it's one thing when you're on Arrested wow. Development. Yeah, come in and see okay. us. You're on because Veep. It was okay, we're seeing you. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when you're on Veep, I, I go. You hey, already sh yes. No, but now he's, take it easy. But Bean, now you he's keep forky. Talking. I need an advocate. <laughs> <laughs> now he's forky. He doesn't need to be doing the chuckle hut here. Come on. <laughs> so, Tony, how are you feeling, first of all? I'm feeling great. I'm ex so excited for people to see this movie because it mm -hmm. is just really amazing. It really is. I saw it last week. I will say I went to the <laughs> I went to the premiere last week, and it was that moment of like, oh, maybe they did make a mistake. Maybe I am supposed to be in this. I had a bit of an imposter oh, theory. Oh, that would time. really wow. suck. Really? really? Yeah. Everybody has the imposter theory, though. You're like, someone's going to figure out that I'm not supposed to be but, here. They meant Jack Black or something like that. But we feel like that's true of us, but not, how do you feel like Oh, always. always. You, everyone Actually, does? My wife worked at SNL for eight years, and she said every single actor that walked into SNL had the imposter theory that someone is going to figure out that they're not supposed to be there. What? Wow. Isn't that something? I that thought that was just something those it. of us that have no talent have. <laughs> no. And I very, I very crazy. much relate so like, to no, Forky no, that way. Because Forky walks around, he's like, what's going on? Why am I here? So, I mean, we're one in the same Forky's I sort of me. distinctly remember when I did the story about Toy Story 4, and they were introducing a new character mm -hmm. called Forky, and I read it on the air, and I said, does it interest you guys that it's Tony <laughs> Hale? And we lost it, because A, just to be brought into oh, that man. franchise is huge, but then to be brought in as a character that's Oh, kind of the star of the whole thing. He's already iconic. Well, Before the movie came out, he was iconic. Well, they described him to me. They said, okay, so he's a, he's a utensil who's, who thinks he's, you know, made for chili and meant for the trash. And he has a neurotic energy, and we thought of you. Oh, there and you I go. Was like, is that a compliment? Game on. Or is that a compliment? Or a specialty? <laughs> so Forky is a spork, yes. right? Yes, he's he a is. spork. Yes, and and yes. he, like you said, he he thinks he just has one job, and is the is kind of the idea of the movie that uh, that uh, the other toys kind of teach him that yes, he has value beyond that oh, one. Oh yeah, that's a big part of it. I mean, okay. I, I don't think it's Pixar's intention to always do these message-driven movies, but they come out and, and Forky's big story is he thinks, you know, I have, a, I have one route. It's to help people eat chili, go to the trash, and Woody comes along and he's like, you have a greater purpose than that. You have more value. And are, on you still, a are you covered in chili at that point? <laughs> you have covered in chili. You have to shower it off. But on a meta level, like anybody who might think that that's their only way or somebody treats them that way, no, they have much more value than that. They that's have greater so purpose. sweet. And then that's we're crying so... in the corner in the theater. Perfect. Aww. Well, Score. I'll tell you this. My friend went last night and I posted on my Instagram Instagram stories that you were coming in today and I got a DM that said you know I'm the biggest Toy Story fan. You know how much I love Toy Story and I'm like oh god <laughs> I don't want to keep <laughs> reading. about to happen. Literally said it's the best one of the franchise and they're going again today. Oh like, my goodness. Can you imagine? By the way there was a lot of oh, talk wow. of should there be a fourth one yes. after mm -hmm. the third one? Yeah, People sure. are saying it's the best one. And here, just to just to acknowledge, to put this out, we voice actors, we talk about it, we get a lot of the attention. We are a very small piece of this pie. Most of the pie is the artistry and story, everything else that has gone into this movie. Mm -hmm. It is eye candy. Like, yeah. it is visually stunning. They said my character, the Spork, who's very simple, he sees the world simply, he's simply made... 
But they said he's actually very challenging. He's like five different textures. He's got the pipe cleaner arms, plastic fork, the clay, the wood feet, the googly eyes. Those textures to do were so difficult, and on a big screen, you can see oh, the enormous detail that went into that. Wow. Wow. This is gorgeous. Did you get uh, to hang out with any of the other, because there's so many great voice actors in this? We all no. recorded separately, and then we met at the premiere, and I, I was just uh, amazed. I mean, like, Annie Potts, and who's the sweetest woman? I don't know if you guys have met her. She's the sweetest no. woman in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these, they, they've been a part of this movie for 25 years. the 25-year franchise, and we're the new kids on the block. Yeah. So they were so new welcoming. New kids on the and, block is in this movie? Yeah, New Kids on the Block are in this movie. I can't yes, wait there's for a whole Joey. number. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Hussett and Tom Hanks. It I mean, it's, it's just a crazy cast of people. Yeah. And there, and also, I think it's <laughs> just Woody alone, just hearing him say, come on, guys, it's so comforting. Because yeah. I think, to me, one of the reasons this movie has had longevity is you see these group of characters who are very different, but they realize you're not meant to do this life alone. you got to work together. you got to celebrate your differences. And they have made it work. And, like, we need to take a it's lesson a on that. It's a very positive message yeah. that doesn't hit you over the head with being right. a very positive mm-hmm. message. Exactly. Tony, you don't think Tom Hanks has imposter syndrome, do you? I don't know. After well, you've won two Oscars, <laughs> don't you? I'll, I'll get him on the phone. <laughs> no, but don't you think that a guy like Tom Hanks is confident that he can do whatever job he's hired for? He can't feel like he shouldn't be there. He's Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, I don't know if that should be my next question I ask him when I see him. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, hey, Tom, I'm curious if you, how much, let's get to your deep childhood. Do you work. feel do you? like an imposter? <laughs> even though you're. Because I'm here to tell you you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> Tony, even though you're a big star now, and oh, you know please. it, and we no, all know it, no. and there's no way you can even go outside without getting recognized. Okay. That's, everywhere now. That's not happening. That go is ahead. true. There's no way people don't know who Tony <laughs> Hale is. Oh, there's that quirky sidekick. Go ahead. Were you a little bit starstruck hanging out with people like Tom Hanks and Tim Allen? Oh, 100%. Yeah? 100%. And it's like, I mean, even like last week we had the premiere and it was like me, Tom, Tim, and Keanu just having a chat. <laughs> you know? Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, who what? does not fit this what? picture? Yeah, exactly. Which one of these is not like the other? <laughs> Me! Um, uh, before yeah. we take a break with the great Tony Hale, we're talking Toy Story 4, which, by the way, in case you're curious, made $12 million last night in Thursday wow. previews. The second best preview night for an animated movie after what? What movie do you think made more than Toy Story 4 in its Thursday night debut? Toy Story 1? I was going to say one of the other Toy Stories. Incredibles 2. Incredibles. Believe it really? Okay. Incredibles 2. Really? So you're still a pretty good company there. <laughs> Tony's um, not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, by the way, on track and expected to make $55 million today and wow. between $150 and $160 million this weekend. Good God. And, and what, like? He gets half all of that. that. And yeah. I, guys, I all, all of that. it or half of it? I know. All of I'm it. here to tell you I'm the executive producer, <laughs> too. <laughs> we have many more Toy Story 4 questions. Tony Hale is our guest. A quick break. We'll be right back on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Kevin and Bean and Allie and Tony Hale. I think this is the new lineup, you guys. I'm sorry, Jensen. You've been replaced. (laughs) Tony Hale, would you like to join the Kevin Bean Show full-time? Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm in. Okay. (laughs) Who's leaving? Uh, oh, that's really? me. Well, that's me. Oh, no, I was pointing at Oh, Bean. you were pointing to yeah. Bean. Oh, okay. Well, Bean. Bean is actually yeah. leaving at the he end. Actually yeah, actually is. leaving. Yes. Oh, are you really leaving? Tony, yeah. now at, we're no, breaking really news to Tony. At, at the end of the oh. year, yeah. He's moving to England. England. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have family there? I do. Oh, nice. Are you just kind of going to go back and just settle there? Who's interviewing who here, Tony? <laughs> He's allowed to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Uh, sh- I want to get back to Toy Story 4, but yes. Right. Okay. To answer your question. Hold on, Bean. Hold on. 
Uh, I think that we need to demand that Bean give the answers in his British accent. I don't have a British so accent. That he I can, I so he fits in when he moves. Absolutely. So ask the question again, please, Tony. Okay, Bane, do you are you looking forward to like going back? <laughs> are you enjoying your time there? Now wait for this. Why is his accent so much better than mine? Well, it's not, it's not, <laughs> I don't he's understand. The worst I don't know why he's got such a good accent that no, I've got I'll such a right trash now. one. It's beautiful. It's stupid. <laughs> you sound fantastic. <laughs> Tony, I didn't know you did voices. That's no, amazing. No. <laughs> um, it's a neurotic British voice. Um, I am, uh, yes, I, I, I've always wanted to move back to England. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, Bean. I've always wanted to move Thank back you. to England. I was born there, <laughs> raised there, and I miss it. And I thought it'd be fun for the second half of my life. Isn't it to supposed to be like the most expensive city? Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Well, that doesn't help for guys growing without a job. Thanks for asking. Oh, yes. sorry. But your government is sorted. It. So yeah, there's yeah, no it's, political issue. Oh, yeah. that's true. So that's that's true. You got that no going for you. There's never been a smoother time to move to Britain, that's for sure. <laughs> so, Tony, yes. uh, back to you, the guest of honor here. I want to ask you this question. Prior to the call that changed your life and made you Forky in Toy Story 4, tell me what your relationship had been with the Toy Story films. Um, well, actually, I moved to New York in 1995 to become an actor, and that was the year the first Toy Story came out. And I remember seeing it and, you know, obviously loving it, and I never would have thought, you know, one day I'd be associated with it. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But also, Pixar in general, Inside Out is one of the most beautiful movies, and just what they're saying and how kids deal with emotions, and they do it in such a creative way. I mean, it's crazy how they what they come up with. It's nuts. Have you ever done, forgive me, I should know this, I should have done more research, but have you ever done animated voice work before? I have. I've done kind of a lot of cartoons and TV stuff, and it really, actually, I'm very thankful for that because being a comedic actor, you get very, you rely, obviously, a lot on your physicality. Mm -hmm. Um, And even on, (laughs) even on Veep, Gary was the opposite of Forky because... He um, he he could not even speak. Selena Meyer never let him speak, so he only could use his nonverbal. He was even called a bitchy mime, and so and Forky is just the opposite. Like he can't use his body. He's he's a fork. He has no flexibility. A spork. He has his arms are totally out of control. His eyes are out of control. So he only has his voice. So I kind of it was tricky when you get used to using your physicality. You kind of do the same thing when you're recording and just hope that you channel into the microphone, much like you guys. You know, you so you. Just, you do body motions yeah. when you're recording the voice. I just fully acted out. If anything, the challenge was to stay close to the microphone. I was just going crazy behind the microphone. And they'd be like, Tony, you gotta, you gotta speak into the microphone. <laughs> you gotta stay right close. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. I don't think mo- I think most people take for granted how great the voice actors are in movies like the Pixar series of movies because it's not just a guy going in and just reading a script. I mean, you act. It is acting. And I think people don't realize that. And it's not a skill that everybody can do. I mean, I'll give you one example. Uh, Kevin and I, for instance, we had the opportunity to uh, to read uh, for some uh, we were playing a part of some DJs on King of the Hill oh and yeah we got cut because we sucked <laughs> because even though we were it's, DJs it's playing a own job yes and and uh, what's his face uh, what's his name uh, Ali Mike uh, Judge. Judge Judge Mike Judge calls we had him on the interview we had him on the show as an interview not long after that we're like hey uh, whatever happened to our episode he's like you guys were terrible <laughs> and he just broke the news wow. to us right there on the air that wow. we and so, his gift is encouragement <laughs> yes and what I'm saying is I guess I say all of that to say people have no idea how difficult a skill that is and how much acting is involved and you guys are great at it well I will say I've also gained a huge appreciation for it because I, I think I came a while back talking about this children's book I did about 
is about a little chicken who's learning how to be present and not looking to his next thing, but and missing where anyways. But it became a cartoon, and it's going to be coming out on Netflix. And because of that, I have nice. learned that I learned all about these new these voice actors in the LA community that it is their animation and their job, and they do like fifty different voices. In the, and it and these people are so gifted, like Kevin Michael Richardson or Roger Craig Smith or Kari Walgren. These people, their voices sound completely different when they do them. So if I mean, you didn't such know that was the same person doing it, you would think... Oh, you would have no idea. Separate. I mean, it's such a specific gifting that these people have. You have kids uh, now, Tony? I do. She's. I have one. She's 13, Loy, oh. and this is the first thing we can share together to watch because she can't watch feed. <laughs> yes, Even as a child, she would come on set and she couldn't put the headphones on because the language was so bad. <laughs> so I think now... I dad, think why is, are you such a wuss? <laughs> I know. This is the first time. Dad, she's why like, are oh, you carrying a purse? does work. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the, the thing about a Pixar movie is it's for all ages. I mean, five-year-olds will love this movie as 80-year-olds as much as 80-year-olds were, so a 13-year-old is just going to be super stoked to, to hear Dad in this thing, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. She was able to come to the premiere with me last last week, and she's at a stage, honestly, where she's very embarrassed by me, you know, all that kind of stuff, but oh, this 13. was... Yeah, pretty sweet, yeah. right? Yeah, everything I do, she's like, oh, enough. <laughs> and so this, uh, this she was really excited to see. And there, they had this cool, they had all this cool, like, carnival food afterwards, so that was cool to bring her friends to. Yeah. Yeah. They had a Ferris wheel. They had a Ferris wheel. Yeah. Now, that was, premiere was the most insane thing I've ever it seen. It was nuts. Now, were you allowed to hang out with her and her friends, or do they go do oh, their own thing? Oh, That's I mean, what I absolutely thought. Absolutely not. That's what I thought. I was like, hey, Lloyd, how's it going? Uh, uh, away. Away. <laughs> don't know. I'm, don't know. I'm not. Not away, my, away, not my away, dad. Away, away. Don't speak to me. Yeah. Can Tony, I? Can what? I just bring up something Please. about? Yes. I know we're talking about Toy Story Four, which is amazing. I'd like to think that you and all your castmates from Veep get together, like say Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Is that happening? One, once a week. Once grocery, a week. We grocery shop together once a week. <laughs> um, I really miss them. Yeah. I really, really love them. And I think, I mean, obviously, we just love each other. But I think the the abuse was so intense <laughs> with the characters. It was such a hard show. Not a hard show, but, like, so harsh to each other. I think it was balanced that we just loved each other so much yeah. offset, cared about each other, walked through a lot. And we really, the, leaving that was tough. Like, it was, it was a big mourning process. Everybody had... Everybody was horrible in in some way on that show. Mm-hmm. Still the best show ever, but except for Gary, by the way, Gary was not horrible. He well, was he never was pretty horrible. selfish. I mean, he he only he he was. I mean, he was like a dog returning to its vomit when it came to that abuse. <laughs> oh, and man. he just, he would have done anything for her and just, I mean, to deny morals, like all that kind of stuff. He, he, he had, I was, I would say the nicest one was probably Sam Richardson who played, um, Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Oh, my God. Uh, a split. Uh, 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 Richard Split. Wow. Yeah. yeah, wow. I was on the show the for The president seven of the United years. States, wow. Tony. How about some respect? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> he, he had a pure heart. Yeah. And what did you, yeah, you're who, right. Who you're felt right. the worst about the stuff they had to say? Um, let me think. Was it Julia? Was it somebody else that, like, really? Because it got so brutal so, so often. So brutal. I mean, there was a couple of times that we, because we would see the scripts for the first time at the, at the table read, and we'd be reading it. And the thing is, some of the stuff that was said to Timothy Simons, who played Jonah, was personal <laughs> stuff. Yes. Like, it's personal. Like, he was called once he just has a weird shape. <laughs> and so you're reading this, and you're having to say this line, and you're like... Oh God, let's hug it out, man. I mean, I, 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 I'm just sorry. Oh, I think he man. was called. He's so tall, like cloud disturber. I mean, just it, there were a thousand. It was, was a thousand. Yeah, My favorite. Can I cuss on this? Yes. 
Well, it depends on what it is, but go ahead. My favorite was Frankenstein's monster. Okay, right up until that last line, you can say it. Yeah, right to the last word. Yeah, I know I'm promoting Toy Story, but it's just like that was the worst. (laughs) I even think Zach Woods came up with that. He ad libbed that in the moment, so it's not even the script. So sometimes these things would be ad libbed, and then you're like, "That's not even in the script," and you're saying that. I remember uh, uh, Reed Scott, who played Dan. All of a sudden, he just calls me cow eyes. In the middle of it, and I was like, I was not even on the page, man. Wait, what are we, what's happening right now? Not even on the page. Cow eyes. And I assume all the same hijinks happen when you get to Toy Story 4. I assume everybody's. I'm just ripping Tom Hanks apart. Yeah. Um, What did you think? One more deep question for you, Tony, because we haven't seen you since the finale. What did you think about Selena, you know, doing Gary wrong like that? You you know what? I mean, did that hurt personally? Here's the thing. I have a different perspective of it. I think it was a, a hidden blessing because he was in such an addictive cycle with that woman and, and had no idea of the abuse. That was the only thing that was going to break him out of that cycle. Yeah. Was Whoa, something he like that. It. So he, I think the first... That was tough he was, love. He was sent to jail. I think the first five years, he probably thought, oh, she's coming back. Yeah. She's going to come back. <laughs> yeah. And then the next 15, he was like, okay. Oh, this was bad. <laughs> this we was a bad together. situation. Maybe she's not. And then he had to wake up. I yeah. uh, definitely cried. Oh, I did too. <laughs> oh, the uh, you at the casket at and the, the funeral. Lips, yeah, I. That was I'm rough. Get man. sad right now. <laughs> it oh. was rough. And the makeup. The makeup. You all the looked amazing. The makeup was. We, we, the, with those makeup artists and what they did was phenomenal. They had to turn. They had to age everybody twenty five years. Except up. really, yeah. Andrea Savage. Yeah, she, she still <laughs> looks amazing. She's like, what's up, guys? I loved the ones that were aged, but then they got tucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like she got was. all the tucking. <laughs> Uh, Tony, oh, what a what a life you, you have. We oh, have missed you. you kidding? We love I, you so nice, much. Thank you. I'm I'm gonna miss you when you're going off to the UK, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I, I, there's so much I'm about sorry, this B? job. I'm sorry. I said I appreciate that. There's so much about this job that I am going to miss, and in particular, yeah. the opportunity to get to talk to people like you that I admire so much. Well, so that's yeah, nice. it's going to be tough. Um, what's next for you besides the uh, the Netflix uh, uh, chicken thing? What are it's you really do it's really that I'm getting a tremendous amount of joy from just the life of this little chicken Archibald who he sees the best in people and the best in situations, and he lives life to the fullest. And he's my role model, and we need he, wear, that. he wears a little brown woolen sweater and some denim slacks and his life like is chickens simple do. Yeah. sure his life is simple and he just he gives me a tremendous joy so i and it's a he teaches the way he is i feel like a lot of people in our world need to be more so i'm getting a lot of joy out of it tony hale 2020 ladies and gentlemen who's with yes. me come on i'm going to say too good a person to run for office yeah. that's what i'm yeah. going to say probably yeah please, please, please. toy story 4 to is in theaters now i don't have to tell you because you're obviously already bought your tickets you're going to see it anyway but go see it twice how about that tony we love you we'll see you again soon my friend oh i love you guys thanks thank you this is the kevin and bean show the world famous (sighs) k-rock spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, our headphones aren't working. What a bummer. They're working, They're working fine. Too Susan bad. can hear us. Hi, Susan. I was really Hi, looking forward okay? to this interview, yeah. so I'm right. sorry that it couldn't Kevin, Kevin, be nice be to nice. our guests. I can't. She's our guest. CatCon 2019, you guys. It is one of the biggest feline events in the whole country, and it's coming to the Pasadena Convention Center again this year. Next weekend, Saturday and Sunday, June 29th and 30th, CatConWorldwide.com. And the organizer of the event each year is our friend Susan Michaels, who joins us on camera. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very How much. How are you, darling? I'm not lying to you. <laughs> lying? Yes, got it. Go I on. feel I pretty I feel pretty possum right now. You should. It's a big uh, month for you. Thank you, Kevin. Don't freak me out. <laughs> Kevin, you can look up at Susan. I can't. Kevin, What's your Kevin problem, hates Kevin? Puns. I hate that puns. We knew. I and do you hate, hate cats. Yeah, and you hate cats. <laughs> right. I hate so. both of those. <laughs> now, last time I did gain some respect for you in that you started this business from nothing and it's become a crazy huge success. So let's just focus on that. Mm-hmm. It's a cat extravaganza. And, and less on the puns. It's a cat extravaganza. What's going on at CatCon 2019? What's new this year, Susan? For reals, we have a lot of cat lovers out there, as you know. People want to know what they can expect when they come this year. Well, it's our fifth anniversary. And this year we have a very, very, very big. I don't know. That's it. Just saying the word big. I assume. Okay. You know, Museum of Ice Cream, Color Factory, mm-hmm. Candy Topia, all those mm-hmm. experiential things. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, we have added to CatCon this year Paradise City. <gasps> it is 5,000 square feet of experience, interactive, selfie, illusions. You name it, we got it for cat people. Oh, okay. I don't understand it. Okay. It's a whole So so basically it's a whole section. So CatCon CatCon takes selfies and have interactive things yeah. happening. Yeah, so CatCon's hundred and twenty five thousand square feet overall. Oh Exhibitors, cat adoption, celebrity cats like Gold Kitty, Ben Ben the saddest cat on the oh, internet. Ben Ben, sure. Oh, the yeah. saddest cat on the internet is yeah. gonna be there. Is he gonna yeah. be sad? No, no, Bean, he's gonna be <laughs> joyful. What do you think? He's got a name that includes sad. <laughs> right, but what I'm saying is, we have our we have our new God, I hate you. We have our new up and comer, the Dark Lord, who's a Sphinx cat, and gave Kevin a very special autograph, which I brought in, which oh, I showed. Oh, you got a photograph. Yeah, you got a signed picture, Kevin. What do you oh, think? Oh, that's wonderful. I know you don't like cats. I hope you'll make an exception and follow me, the Dark Lord. The cat's name is the Dark Lord. That's awesome. You gotta and, love that. And he refers to his two owners as his wenches. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, what kind of uh, celebrities do you have this year, Susan? Oh, uh, we've got all kinds of celebrities, both feline and human. We have 
Angela Kinsey from The Office oh. coming. Oh. oh, your twin, Allie. It's my twin. We have uh, Ricky Gervais. Oh, no, no, no. He's not coming. That's just my wish list. Mm. Okay. Um, we have Loppy the Cat, who is sort of like, remember Wilfred the dog, the Australian dog with I'm the. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> he's a lot like a dog you don't know. I, I don't understand or like any words that are coming from you. Yeah, we have Loppy the Cat, who's a British cat, okay. trying to break in and using her prowess to break into the L.A. comedy scene. We have Grayson Silverpaws. We have Shrinkle. Okay, we have you're saying words now. You're just saying words, it's and none of them lips. are connected. I know. <laughs> I you know, it, well, I, I can tell you this. There is a rumor that Macaulay Culkin's bunny ears, led by Macaulay Culkin, <gasps> would be potentially maybe... Coming to CatCon. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. (gasps) Perhaps that changes your mind? Yeah. That makes it sound. (laughs) Macaulay Culkin! Okay, listen, we don't have much time, unfortunately, this year, Susan. No, but I'm I'm looking at the clock. What I'm saying is, CatCon is a real deal. Susan's trying hard to be funny, (laughs) but I think think what you're not doing is telling people what an awesome Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to cut to the chase here. Look, I'm literally going to cut to the chase. I will say this that when she came in, I told her I was not ready for any of her S. (laughs) Uh huh. So maybe I'm. Tor- maybe I'm torturing her unnecessarily. Okay. So go ahead and speak. Okay. 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 When okay. is it? CatCon is June 29th and 30th. CatCon has been dubbed Comic-Con for cat people. Yes. And so what that means is it's where cat culture meets pop culture. So there's everything from experiences, selfie moments, free swag, adoptable kitties, Paradise City, as I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted... Paradise City is included in the price of admission, and mm-hmm. what it is is this 5,000-square-foot experience. There's six different rooms where you can go and discover the origins of the cat meme, which happened at the turn of the 19th century, not in 2006. There is a complete house of kitty kitsch designed specifically for Kevin. There are optical illusion funhouse mirrors with cat words popping up all around you, and then there's an... Inf- hold on, hold on, hold on. So there's there's a funhouse mirrors with cat words popping up? Well, it's sort of funhouse mirrors. When you step into it, Kevin, there are words that represent you will pop around, like meowtastic and catstravaganza. Everything you love about CatCon, right there. Radical. Kevin. Um... And lots of uh, photo opportunities with famous cats and whatnot. Yes, yes. And uh, obviously merchandise you can buy and things that you can buy for your pet, for food, for playing Have with Have you had dogs yet? Uh, dog con. I have. Dogs. I also run dog con, and that is coming. But no you kidding. know what? We're going to talk about CatCon right now because, okay, okay. you know. Here's the uh, here's the website if you want to check it out. It's catconworldwide.com. Next weekend at the Pasadena Convention Center. Tickets are available online right now. It's a huge event. You'll have a lot of fun. And be sure to look for Susan and make awful puns at her because she feel, loves it. I feel like she's been a formidable. I'm trying uh, to be. No. I'm trying to turn Kevin a into opponent. a glamour puss, but he just won't take it. Just I can't. Are I you just, feeline groovy today? It, <laughs> it's not stopping. It's not you. I hate puns. <laughs> and, I, and you don't really have. I hate it when Bean does it. I hate it when Allie does he it. Does. Hate, he does. I rarely that, do it because I hate it. It's not you. No, I no. We're not rare. <laughs> can I uh, can I add a couple of other things? Sure. Um, actually, so I, I, we yeah. really are out of time. <laughs> Only if they're puns. Uh, we're no, out of time. No, we're at, we're out of time. One more thing. Add one more thing. 
A dollar of every ticket goes to charity. Our adoption group is Best Friends Animal Society. We've gotten 504 cats adopted to date and raised $200,000 for animal charity. Maybe lead with that. (laughs) Honestly, like that's amazing. That's the one thing I can get behind. I applaud you. Thank you, Wow, Kevin. the angriest I applaud you ever. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I hate that I have to applaud her. I but... applaud you. <laughs> <laughs> so we want people to come down, okay. have a good time, right, and okay. know that their money is also going to benefit animals in needs, cats That's and fantastic. dogs. I love it. All right. All Thank right. you for coming in. We had a good time. Bye-bye. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. We do it every week at this time. Text your 100 at 1-800-520-1067. Gets to keep it 100. I got to keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. 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 I'm going to keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. All right, let's take a look at what we got today. Text number 99 is from New York City. Simon weighs in with any silver chair song, first choice, and a song. That was a good band out of Australia from a few years ago. Texter 101 was from Santa Fe Springs. It was PETA who was looking for Phantom Limb by the Shins, which I wouldn't mm. hate, but there can only be one Texter 100. And I believe that person is calling from the 714, and it is Amber from Anaheim. Amber, what's up? Hello, just uh, uh, hanging out and uh, enjoying breakfast. Well, first of all, what are you having, and how's the toast where you're at? It is Texas toast, and it's delicious. Oh, oh Texas toast. Boy, I... Nice. Bean has said many times that, and I can't imagine that this is true, but that toast is his favorite food. It is my yeah. favorite food, and I do not uh, I do not allow Texas toast. <gasps> oh! Is it, the, is it the thickness? Well, it's it's partly that. I just Why'd I feel I like it's... <laughs> I don't know, but I want the clip. I feel like it's fake toast. I feel like it's something that's pretending to be toast, but is <gasps> actually... She's enjoying her toast. Let Amber have her toast. Amber, she... what say you? Counterpoint. Texas toast is delicious. Boom! Okay. Suck it, Look, Bean. I mean, if you want to have an inferior product, go ahead, I say, but it's not as pure as the real toast. All right, so it's the first Friday of summer. We're delighted to have you, Amber. How did you select the song that you picked for Keep It 100 this week? Uh, it was one of my favorite bands, and we don't you don't play enough of it, so I figured, uh, why not? All right, you want to introduce it to the K-Rock audience? Uh, Corn's Freak on a Leash. Oh, the remix. Nice work. I don't know that that's needed. Amber in Anaheim, enjoy your terrible toast, but thank you for making the suggestion (laughs) of Keep It 100. That is uh, Freak on a Leash by Korn. Allie, you remember that song. You were a big K-Rock listener at the time. What year was K-Rock playing the hell out of Freak on a Leash? That was the late 90s. Okay. And I would say it was 98 or 99. Okay. All right. Getting closer now, narrowing it down. I will definitely say it really hit its stride in 99. You are correct. In fact, fact, you were dead on because the album came out in 98. The single was released May 25th, 1999. May. Yeah, yeah, I know she says. (laughs) So, well done you. Thanks again, Amber. We'll do it again next Friday here on K-Rock. Keep it 100. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. 
Do we uh, start now? Let it end. I'm, what are your thoughts? It's it's over well, now. I will it's tell you this: now. we don't have time for the moment with. Oh no, because, we got a lot of requests. No, because we the played the song mm-hmm. right to the end. Right, so no, yeah, nothing we're to out time. Of time. Allie, would you uh, give up a little bit of your time for I'll a give moment? Up all the time. A moment with Bean that happened today. And now a moment with Bean. There's a, a trucker trying to make it from you know from Fargo to uh, to uh, a city in Michigan. <laughs> Or wherever. <laughs> wherever he's going. I don't know where he's going. I haven't seen the manifest. I mean, your shift is going to go great if that's any. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have been able to come up with any, any other city. <laughs> that was a moment with me. Oh. Look, look, I came up with Michigan, okay? That's something. It's good. At least I gave the truck mm-hmm. driver somewhere to go, okay? You're right. That's a great city. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 938. What? Of- all people. Of all people. He's enjoying this, isn't he? <laughs> Time for a final look at what's happening here on the first Friday of summer. Make it fun, Allie. I mean, two years in a row, uh, we ask Kevin where the highest concentration of Irish people in the United States were. Mm-hmm. Not one year did you just say Boston. But the second year, you also said Boston. This moment has both of those in it? Okay, well, okay. let's listen. Here we go. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. You know what state in the union of these great United States of ours has the most Irish Americans in it? Boston. That's not a state. (laughs) But next year. You know uh, what state has the largest number of Irish Americans in it in these United States? Boston. Uh, I would say... Massachusetts. (laughs) (laughs) That was a moment with Kevin. And I'm going to tell you this. Uh Uh-huh. Wasn't doing it to be funny. Nope. Was just 100% meant it both times. You caught yourself. So amazing. That's, that's a thing. Yeah. People get really upset because now your vacation seems to always fall during um, St. Patrick's Day time. Mm-hmm. So you're not here because people really think if we ask you again, it's going <laughs> mean, to happen. It probably would. It, yep. Maybe. And I'm not proud of that. All right. <laughs> you guys know uh, Justin Bieber's manager, Scooter Braun. Yes. I know of him, yeah. Yeah, celebrated his... He became very, very famous uh, representing Justin and others. Yeah, uh, celebrated his 38th birthday, and Justin Bieber gifted his longtime manager a framed shirtless photo of himself (laughs) with his hands down his pants. No. Okay, was he being funny? Do we know? The Biebs presented the racy piece of art at Braun's Starry Bash in West Hollywood this week. In the picture, Bieber shows off his half-naked tattooed body as he stuffs one hand down his Calvin Klein undies and the other in his jean pocket. Luckily, he was staying warm with a little beanie on his head, so everything was fine. He captioned the masterpiece, Happy birthday, Scooter. You're welcome. I'm awesome. <laughs> Which I'm not a big fan of his. Kind of respect. That's pretty great. Can you imagine giving anyone a framed shirtless photo of yourself and being like, you're welcome. That's pretty funny. Have a good one. I enjoyed no. that story so much. How much do you wish he had that picture, Bean? Not at all, please. Come on. Not at all. Right? A little bit? He's a, he's a mess now, Justin. What, what do you now? mean? Just because he has longer hair and isn't like posing shirtless? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Yeah, he just he doesn't look well uh, groomed or well 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 kept these days. You know what I mean? He, he's let himself go. I okay. guess is what I'm saying. 
Justin has. <laughs> you're insane. Okay, and you're worried about him? No, no, I'm not worried at all. Okay. But Ali was just asking if I wish I had that photo. No, I don't. There's nothing uh, that's appealing about Justin Bieber anymore. But if he took care of himself, then you want the photo. If he cleaned up, yeah, yeah, sure, I'm down. Sure, sure. All right. So my man, tidy. Okay. We had David Tennant on uh, a couple weeks ago talking about his new show with Michael Sheen. He's delightful. Oh, amazing. The show is so funny. It's called Good Omens, getting great reviews. It's an, an amazing show that has to do a little bit with religion. Follows an angel and a demon working together to prevent the apocalypse. What's not to love, right? Jesus. Well, if you're in a religious group called Return to Order, you have orchestrated a petition to protest what it calls the show's attempt to make Satanism appear normal, light, and acceptable. About 20,000 people have signed this petition demanding that Netflix cancel this show released last month. No more. Just take it off of Netflix. We don't want to see any more of this. Get it off now. Is it... um? Do you think it's possible Mm -hmm. for them to just not watch that? Yes. I also think it's very possible that nobody has seen it since it's actually on Amazon Prime. (laughs) I feel like if you're leading a charge against something, do a a little research. So hell of a petition (laughs) to get it off of Netflix. And yesterday, the official Twitter for Netflix UK responded with, Okay, we promise not to make any more. <laughs> I love so very much. That's clever. So um, their problem with uh, with normalizing Satan is that we, the viewer, will look at that show and go, you know what? Satan's actually okay. Not yeah, only is he not so bad, he's kind of cool. Dude. Yeah. yeah, hail Satan. Got and all of a sudden, great sense cr- of humor. And yeah, yeah, then we're Satanists. Yeah. yeah, or we're just like, oh, hell doesn't sound that bad, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't realize that had a legitimate concern. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Guys, J.J. Abrams is writing a Spider Man comic with his son, Henry. The five part series will introduce a new villain, Cadaverous. Okay. It's going to be drawn by Sarah Pacelli, who previously illustrated the Miles Morales version of Spider-Man, which was incredible. Yeah. And Abrams teased that the story shows Peter Parker in a way you haven't seen him before. Naked with his hand down his face? Uh Uh-huh. Pants? Did I say face down his pants? I said face. Do you want to give it another go? Excuse myself? (laughs) Just get out of here. (laughs) Okay. I thought that's... And now, Come on it's now. time for a moment with Kevin. Come on! Okay. Um, yeah. okay. It's true. It's true. Yep. I'll just do one, uh, one more story. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home with Tom Holland's and Daya Jake Gyllenhaal is opening on July 2nd. And Tom Holland has revealed that he loves all creatures except, ironically, spiders. Oh, and he said no. every thing. he goes on interviews and people are always like, hey, here's this spider. You want to hold it? And he's like, no. What? No, I actually, I don't. Why really? would an interviewer do that? Uh, people are pretty insane. Okay. But this sweet Tom Holland, who, by the way, since 2017 have been saying, well, you know, him and Zendaya are in a relationship. They just they keep it pretty down low. He said in this interview, they're just friends, nothing more, despite those persistent rumors. He's not romantically involved with anyone at the moment, but is, quote, definitely a relationship person. I'm not the fleeting type at all. It's not my way of life. He's Tom, definitely doing it with Zendaya. 100%. Yeah, that's way down low. Come on, dude. <laughs> 
for sure. Uh, yep. All right, we had Tony Halen talking about, of course, Pixar and Disney's Toy Story 4, which came out last night. How much did it make last night, did you say? $12 million. $12 million For on Thursday a night Thursday pre- previews, yeah. night. Not bad. I had friends that saw it last night and said, these are people that love the Toy Story franchise, mm-hmm. said, it is my favorite of the series, and I'm seeing it again tomorrow. Wow. It's like, you nerds, all right. But uh, they hope to see the film debut at $150 million to $200 million in North America alone. Mm. By the way, Toy Story 3 crossed the $1 billion mark nine years ago. So it's a uh, it's a good franchise. Pretty decent franchise. Yeah. Their batting uh-huh. average is amazing. Unbelievable. It is, yeah. Unbelievable. I haven't seen any of the Toy Story movies, of oh, course. Oh, they're such a delight, Bean. But if I, if I were going to watch a, an animated uh, franchise, it sounds like Toy Story is the one to get into. Absolutely. Because, I, I mean, every one of them is... I've been saying every one of them is a is a, you know a hundred or close to it on on Rotten Tomatoes. Like nobody ever doesn't love Toy Story. Oh, Disney Pixar is on the phone. They want to use you for ads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. If I were going to see a Pixar movie, it would be it one would of the Toy this. Stories. That's my quote. Woo. Yes. Right? Absolutely. (laughs) Happy birthday, Chris Pratt, Brandon Flowers, Rebecca Black, Prince William, the Duke of Cambridge, Juliet Lewis, and Miss Lana Del Rey. Obviously. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Ellie. The SoCal Hopeful Honda Dealers are heading. SoCal Hopeful Honda Dealers are heading at random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Stryker and Klein's commercial free-for-all during your drive home today on K-Rock. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. think about all this because I'm sure that he's an athlete. Is he an athlete, your dad? Yeah, my dad was an athlete, but now he's um pretty fat. <laughs> <laughs> it was all good knee-slapping fun. I have never been more proud of a team than I am right now. You be proud of yourselves because, gentlemen, you are champions. Every blessing, bang, bang. How are you going to celebrate tonight? I probably have a Jägermeister. <laughs> Do me a favor, will you? Disappear. Come on, girls. Bong, bong. Boom, 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 boom. Love you. Peace. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. There's a, a trucker trying to make it from, you know, from Fargo to, uh, to uh, a city in Michigan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law